Good evening, saints. Good evening. It is more than a delight to be here. It's, uh, it's a thrill to be in the Lord's will. And so it's a, a joy to, and I feel that it's the Lord's will for them to turn the lights off of me <laughs> and, and onto you. I don't need any light. You can turn this. Or is that some kind of an engineering impossibility beyond? <laughs> there it is. Praise the Lord. Now, now that's great. Now the pastor is unhappy. And now Michael's unhappy. Why didn't we think of that before? Now I'm going to have to really shorten my message because it's been a delight. And uh, are you okay now? Yeah, you're acting a little bit. Something is not perfect. And... Yeah, that's normal for him. Is that right? <laughs> I'd love it. Okay. They know you too well. Well, uh, we have these few moments together, and I've been praying uh, this afternoon that it would be meaningful. We have these little prayer cards, and... Uh, I want us to learn a little bit tonight about uh, being effective in prayer and uh, praying in the Holy Spirit. And uh, so let me, let me tell you that uh, recent days the Lord has been drawing me more and more to the book, book of Jude. Jude is one chapter, and I don't believe that the setting is just uh, by chance. I believe the place in the scripture is just before Revelation, just before the coming of the Lord. And I know I won't strain that point theologically nor, nor expositionally at all. I would just simply say that uh, Jude reads us probably as well as anyone in the last days. And he says that I came to you and I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk to you about our common salvation, about our common ethos and uh, all of that thing. But he said, I, I have to tell you that it's a very serious moment and God is wanting me to deal not with just our common experience, but draw attention to what we are facing in the last days, what we are facing in his day. But in our day, I believe it's prophetic. And um, he goes on to tell us that uh, we are living, we will be living in the most dangerous age before Christ comes, dangerous age spiritually before Christ comes of probably any other group. And then he reminds us of six different examples, beginning with Israel and how God's people failed him and judgment came. And then about the angels in heaven, remember, falling. And then Sodom and Gomorrah and, and 
Baal and Balaam and Barak and all of these, is that this is a type of what we're facing. If you will look and study with that, in mind you will find that he is absolutely reading this culture like, like no one else. It's incredible. And uh, he doesn't do that to defeat us. He does that to give us faith and victory, to let you know that there's no surprises to God about this mess that we're facing and all of this political stuff going on and all of the failures, the moral structure of America and the, the evils of this world all exploding around us and all this contaminated communication and the, oh, the, 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 the sin that is around us. And the, it's just we're bathed in depravity. And if you keep looking at that, you will just become so defeated. And then you realize that God is ready for it. Would you, would you? <laughs> God is ready for it. And because of that, God's people are ready for it. And it isn't failure, but it's victory. And that we can turn it around and praise God instead of looking in every direction and seeing the failures. And uh, I, I want you to completely understand me now. The church has a role in strengthening you. I want you to know that these services, he says, as you see the day approaching, get together more often and encourage one another and build one another up, yes. But what I am seeing is that there is a failure in personal responsibility for spiritual life and growth. Taking personal responsibility. And that, that, that is why so many people are shaken all the time. It is because they are up if the church is up. They are down if the church is down. If uh, they hear good messages, they're up. If they hear messages that aren't, they're down. And, and they, nearly all the praying they do is here. Faith. All of the Bible study that is done is already gone through someone's mind and is spoken. It's no, there's no real direct word from the Lord for the ordinary person between Sundays. And I want to, I want to encourage you, my, my, my. The culture I started in in Pentecost, my goodness, it was a daily, a daily walk with God. It was a daily scripture. It was a daily prayer meeting. I mean, we, all through my early days, I noticed that the homes of Pentecost, there was a devotion and a strength there and that people live for God 
Oh, no matter what happened in the church or no matter what happened in the world, there was, a, there was something about that. It was a do-it-yourself faith. Instead of coming with the frozen packages and you just thaw them out and take them home with you and warm them up, instead you need to know how to cook and feed yourself in the things of God, amen? amen. Now, I'm, I gotta, uh, we're gonna pray. Uh, um, uh, I wanna get done, but uh, that is not the pastor speaking. That's an old friend of mine. <laughs> and so I'd like to have us look at just this portion of scripture this evening. I don't know if you can read it or not. <laughs> uh, poor things. May the Lord, uh, may, may the Lord heal eyes right now. He's talking about these people, you get your eyes on them and they can, oh, they can cause all kinds of problems. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural in instincts and do not have the spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt and save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. Now, he is saying there are other people in the church and around and there are people outside the church and... Uh, they're following their natural instincts and they're into division and all that. But you, okay now, it's you. And there's no squirming now, it's you. I want you to take responsibility to the Holy Spirit saying tonight and let me just, let me just touch on uh, two of the things, building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the in the in the real translation of scripture king james it says holy ghost not holy spirit <laughs> building yourselves up in the holy ghost in the holy spirit okay now he says i want everybody in this room if jude was speaking here under the anointing he would be saying I want you and you and you to take responsibility for building up your own faith, not somebody else's, yours. And not, not, just, not just spectator faith, but living and building day by day, building your faith. And, and let it be... Let it be word-supported, word-supported, right? And, and, and the word 
is the power of your faith. That is the stability of your faith. It isn't circumstances, and it isn't signs and wonders. This is where deception is going to come in. There are going to be signs and wonders. In thy name we did this. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I never knew you. And there are people coming in his name that will give you such an awe and such a show and such incredible... Incredible things are going to happen in the last days. Demonic powers are going to deceive in signs and wonders like you've never seen. You think about that now. And signs and wonders from God, uh, there is to be a faith that, that understands this and knows this because you know the word of God. The word of God. It's not by signs and wonders. We use the word of God and stand on the word of God. And you and I are to do the signs and wonders based upon the word of God. Jesus, the miracle worker. Jesus, the name above all names. Jesus, who is everything. He is our stability. Not the signs and wonders. He is the wonder. He is the joy. He is the victory. He is everything. And we need to build ourselves up in the word the living word and the written word for heaven and earth may pass away and they will but my word shall never pass away pardon me for getting away from teaching and starting to preach I'm, I'm sorry and I and I don't want you to be emotionally driven but will driven as for me and my house we we will. So we have the word. And we have that word that will never change. And you can go care about whatever circumstance come, whatever devil comes out. I am glad that the word of God stands. And that we will decide that we're going to be a word people. But we will serve the Lord. We will do right. We will follow through. We will go through tests and trials, but we will still keep our faith in the living God, the Word of God, and all of it may shake, and the whole world around us may be shaking, but the thing that is under my feet today will never shake. The foundation of the Lord stands sure. The Lord knows who are His. Hallelujah. And so if we will serve the Lord, we will walk in victory and we will have faith. And then let it not be self-centered faith, but Jesus-centered. And so that, that is the stability and the faith that we need to build. And this church is a gift to you from God to help you build your faith personally and daily because no church can 
possibly equip you enough for what you as an individual is going to face. We preach to congregations, to the body of Christ, to give them tools. What for? As an end in itself. Wasn't that a great message? Wow! Let's not do anything about it. Do you understand where I'm coming from tonight? That God gives us faith, gives us a word, gives us the congregation, gives us the blessing, gives us this worship team, gives all of these gifts to us. What for? So that we will be motivated to build our faith in Jesus. And I love this worship here because it's all in his name. It's all about Jesus. I want to ask you, what are you going to do about it tomorrow morning? And I found that the early Pentecostals always had time. They worked 10 and 12 hours a day, but they always seemed to have time for personal prayer and devotion and seeking God and praying. They learned a secret, didn't they? And in the New Testament, remember, and the Holy Ghost was poured out and Jesus had been resurrected and gone and all of this. What did they do? They went daily to the temple. We can't do that. But we can come daily to the throne. We can come daily and let the Holy Spirit teach us to put the Lord first in our lives. And this is the day the Lord has made. I will. <laughs> I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. How are you going to do that? It is because in spite of what's happening around me, I know the truth, and the truth will set me. Well, I could preach a long time on that message. That's just the introduction to what I want to say. To <laughs> but I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, I'll never be finished, but I'll finish this part of it. Um, Build yourself up. How many know that how many know that the word of God is your stability and your strength and that you are needed to build on it every day? Okay, I want you to take a scripture every day. I want you to I want you to listen to this preacher tonight. The church is not enough. You're the church. And you've got to build your faith every day because every day you're going to face great challenges to your spiritual life in this day of deception. And you will hear all kinds of things all day long. You will see stuff on television all day long. And it will contradict the word of God. And if you're not strong in the word of God, but oh, thank God, his word, when people are word-driven, they will say, that's false. That's false. That's wrong. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. It's going, and all oh, the church is going to fall apart. No, sir, he will build his church, and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. Now, building yourself up, most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. I'll bow to the new generation. <laughs> because it doesn't, it doesn't contradict the truth. We have come to a prayer meeting tonight. 
and we are to pray in the Holy Spirit. You build yourself in the most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. Now there is prayer in the Spirit in English for our, for our I believe that there is anointed praying with the Holy Spirit. But I believe that Pentecostal people have missed one of the richest gifts and one of the most powerful gifts for this generation by diminishing personal Pentecost. And what I mean by personal Pentecost is that we watch many people who are gifted in the Spirit in the church and we see and we hear uh, the power, feel the power of the Holy Ghost, and we hear anointed praying, and we see anointed people, and we are blessed by that. And then we have always asked in Pentecost, would you just pray until you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And this particular gift of the Holy Spirit is evidenced by speaking with other tongues. Now, there's all different kinds of baptisms. I mean, when people say the Baptists don't have the baptism, you be careful uh, <laughs> because there is a baptism by the Spirit into the body of Christ at salvation. Remember that. And so we get a little bit proud of our language and we say, well, the Baptists don't have the spirit. Well, there's going to be a lot of people in heaven that will shock you. <laughs> and they're going to be shocked to see you. <laughs> so we pray. I'll pray, he said, with the knowledge that I have with the tongue that I know. I will pray with the understanding. And then I will pray in the spirit in an unknown tongue. And so many Pentecostals have sought for the baptism of the Holy Ghost to qualify for an office to be accepted by other Pentecostals. And what has happened, I have watched it over and over, Pastor. I have watched them come, be filled with the Holy Spirit. God gives them that gift. It's not because they're wonderful. It's because he's wonderful. And, and it's because of their faith in the word and then nothing. Speaking in tongues is mostly for your personal prayer life. Paul said it in the congregation. I would rather speak five words in a known tongue than 10,000 in an unknown tongue. But then he says, I can brag just a little. 
I speak in tongues more than all of you. Why? It is because it is an incredible gift for praying because we don't know how to pray, but he does. And tonight, tonight I want to introduce some people in this place to praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. This is a prayer prayer request for a certain lady and I'm going to pray for her and I don't know uh, all about it and I will probably pray in my language for her and then I will say Lord if you want if there's something I don't know pray through me as a gift for this woman and I pray that the Holy Ghost will come upon me and I will pray in the Spirit. But folks, we have so misunderstood and new, uh, misunderstood tongues and limited tongues so much that it scares me to death. It is because we deal only with congregational tongues and we do not know the depth and the power of a personal tongue where every day we can come to God in this demonic culture. We don't know what to do. We don't know the answer and some of you people have got things in your house and your home you haven't got the slightest clue what to do about. But hallelujah there is a helper. There is an anointing. There is one who will come and he will pray through you. And I can remember when my wife and I going through some problems with children that we would find great, great strength in praying in the Holy Ghost. I don't know what to do with this situation, but oh, hallelujah. And I want to know there's very seldom a day goes by that I don't need something that I don't know what to do, but I lift it to God and he takes over. He prays and I don't have to know anything about it. I put it in his hands by the power of the Holy Spirit and God will take care of it. You can build your faith in the word and then you can communicate directly to heaven without any demon or power even knowing what is being said. And God will come and perform that miracle within you and build yourself in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit in these days because there's a ton of evil spirits that will destroy your life and destroy your faith, but greater is he that is in you <laughs> than he that is in the world. And now I do not, I do not emphasize, you will be shocked about this, an executive in the Assemblies of God, I do not emphasize the initial physical evidence. I emphasize prayer is because I have watched the initial physical evidence so misused and so misunderstood that I don't worry about the initial physical evidence. If you speak in tongues, the initial physical evidence is taken care of. And if you pray in the Holy Ghost, the initial physical evidence is taken care of. But the purpose of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of tongue, tongues is not 
to be powerful in the church, but powerful as the church and powerful as a believer. And we're going to pray with the common language. We will do that. And I just, I just want us, don't, don't be the least bit embarrassed. Half the people in the Assemblies of God have never spoken in tongues. How many here have never spoken in the heavenly language? Can I see your hand? Just, just raise it up high. Yeah. Not enough. Embarrassed about God. Okay. The truth will set you free. And you know what I want to do? I want in this prayer service... Before we take these requests, uh, I, I, want, I want everyone here to just, just be equipped with the Holy Spirit to be able to pray for these needs, not just in our language, not just you as an individual, individual and we can talk about being here as a congregation, we'll be here Believing and praying individually for individuals. Praying in the Holy Ghost. And there's a wonderful place to encourage the church with tongues, but there's a greater ministry in praying for people in special power and that God will do it and not us. And we're so concerned that we do it, we fix it. Only he can fix some stuff. And we need to release our faith and let him have it. And I don't know if we can sing a song. I think, where's my man? <laughs> I would just, just begin to sing, Come Holy Spirit, I need you. Do you all know that? And as we... As we sing it, I, uh, I want you to begin to believe that in this prayer meeting tonight, no matter whether you've spoken in tongues or not, you will be given the ability. And when you are given that ability, you will have the initial physical evidence. Don't worry about it. Because the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Ghost is to walk in the fullness of the Spirit. To pray supernaturally. To live supernaturally. So let us quietly begin to sing and let us begin to praise and worship him. Don't you feel his presence? Don't you know it's his will for us to pray with the Holy Spirit tonight? Do you believe that? I want a Pentecostal prayer meeting tonight so that you can have a Pentecostal prayer meeting in your house tomorrow. Amen.